and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside the next episode of Garage Door Sports. We are now up to episode 15 of the podcast. Yeah, episode 15, I'm a little surprised. My name is Nick McVicker, joined in studio by my buddy Justin Rapier. Finally, after a two-week break, you're back. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm off the IR. <laughs> off the, the IR, work, finally. The work, the work IR. So now that I got uh, all my free time's gone here, so now real life here. You should, you should you should get into it. It's enjoyable. Yeah, I'm working on it. Commuting okay. in the morning is real fun. I'm working on it, okay? But we're glad to have you back. I mean, we had some good recruits in, some nice replacements, but it's not the same without you. So you didn't fill my position? No, not good. yet. Kyle's not back in town, so. Good. We may have an, we, uh, he'll be in. He'll probably be in uh, studio for the next one. Hopefully. We'll get we're going to see. Anyways, let's get right into it. And the where I want to start is with the team right behind me. TFC over the weekend. First non-American team to win the MLS Cup, bringing the trophy north of the border for the first time ever. And they did it in pretty surprising fashion. Absolutely outplayed Seattle the entire game for the second year in a row almost. If it wasn't for Stefan Fry, former TFC player, it would probably have been like five, maybe six, nothing. But after a performance like that, after the season that they had, a record-setting season, where everyone thought they were going to be good, not great, now they're great, is it hard to say that Toronto, the TFC is the best team in Toronto? Uh, at the moment, they are. It's it's uh, When you have so many sports like Toronto does, it changes every... Um, it's going to change every, you know, every few months. You know, it was the Argos for two weeks. Now it's TFC, and if the Leafs go deep into the playoffs, they don't even have to win a cup. It could be the Leafs, right? Yeah. But you know, definitely for the moment, it's, um, it's definitely TFC. You know, they had a really dominant season, and you know, no, nothing, no, nothing against the Argos, but I think winning MLS Cup is a little bit bigger deal than the Grey Cup, um, depending on who you talk to. There's a little more audience around that. MLS is obviously more, you know, North America wide. It's in the U.S. There's more coverage on it. Um, but, you know, I watch, you know, I'm not a huge soccer fan, as most people know, but I tuned into most of the playoffs whenever I could, watched the second half of, of the final there. And, you know, it was fun to watch. It was fun to see the energy. And, you know, I know people that were there that said the whole stadium was shaking. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not for a lack of, you know, this isn't like, you know, finals game where the seats are half empty. You know, there's no. a lot of energy it was uh, for that team. Liberty Village, the parade over. So it, it was good to see those fans get rewarded because, you know, I remember going to a couple games when they first came in, eight years of no playoffs, and, you know, that can usually sink a franchise regardless of where you are. So they did a good job, and good for them. Yeah, and I was actually talking to someone who, when TFC was formed, they had season tickets, and they had them for the first six or seven years. I think it was six. And they had season tickets every year. And they cut his season tickets. And then Defoe and Bradley come, and Giovinco and Altidore come, and all of a sudden this team is a playoff team. And you're just looking at it like, well, I just had playoff tickets. I had guaranteed seats, and now I don't get to use them anymore. So I kind of felt bad for him. He did say, like, he's still a fan. He still goes and watches games. But I was looking at tickets for the weekend because I wanted to give them to my dad. The cheapest seats I found on StubHub, $230 American. That's good. For a final of a North American Sports League? They weren't that last year, though, when it was in Toronto. Yeah, but a rematch in Toronto again. Ah. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised there weren't more. No, I know. I'm just saying. I think it's like, 
it's one of those things where you watch it and you're just like, holy, that's expensive. It shows that there's interest. Finally. Right? It shows that it's not just, you know, people just putting them up there, you know, some J- like Jay's ticket prices this year. Like, it shows that there's fan intrigue that someone's going to pay 250 And, you know, if I was a diehard soccer fan, I would have paid 250 You know, it's hard when you're comparing to the Leafs, but if it's, you know, if it was a World Series game, game seven, to get into the Rogers Center for 250 yeah, I'd probably throw that down. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I got a question. I probably would because it's it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing, right? Like it's one thing to do it back to back years to get to the final, but it's another thing to go a third year in a row after winning it, right? Yeah, if they get if they get there next year, I'm going. I don't right. really care. You're gonna probably have to draw five hundred bucks next year. <sighs> I'm going. Make friends that works at TFC, man. Well, I have some friends that. who have season tickets, so I might try to swing my way into that. <laughs> but looking at the Toronto landscape as a whole, if I asked you three years ago who the worst team in Toronto was going to be. Who would you have said? Probably the Argos. Yeah. Just and then after that, who would have been the second? Oh, TFC. Okay. Because the Jays were on the runs and beginning to make the runs in the playoffs. Or yeah, at least it was just before. And, you know, probably the Leafs at that point, too, actually. They didn't have Matthews in. That was the year they tanked out. So Yeah. Nobody. So, Let me forget the, the Raptors. I can't even keep count of all the teams in the city. So Okay. So... Exactly three years ago today, TFC missed out on a playoff spot by eight points. The Blue Jays were 83-79 and 79 at the end of the season, didn't make the playoffs. The Maple Leafs were sitting in fourth in the Atlantic Division. Oh, that was the half season. That was the half season. That was the season we don't talk about. The playoffs we don't talk about. Yeah. Okay. The Raptors were 16-6 and six and first place in the Eastern Conference. And the Argos just missed the playoffs at 8-10. and 10. That's three years ago today. Wow. Looking back on things, it's tough. Who's the worst team in Toronto right now? I don't know. It's the Jays. It's the Jays. The Argos are champions. TFC's champions. Leafs are sitting second in the Eastern Conference. The Raptors are sitting second in the Eastern Conference. And the Toronto Wolfpack champions. And the Toronto Wolfpack are parent champions. There you go. And the Rock are the Rock. And the, the They're rock probably champions too. <laughs> yeah. Go watch a rock, rock game. It's very underestimated how awesome those games are. They, they are entertaining. They're entertaining for like 20 bucks. I don't think three years ago anyone would say TFC was going to be the best team in the city at that time. Well, they they put their money where their mouth was, and they decided to be an M, uh, Toronto sports franchise. And you know they had just signed Michael Bradley. Yeah, they had Defoe, and they were paying him money. But then they went out and put a ridiculous amount of money in on Javinko, and I don't even know the exact number, but it's a lot more than they're paying a lot of guys. But they decided that, and you know they finally found a coach. You got to remember how many coaches did TFC go through over. Six, seven years, right? Yeah. Greg Vandy's finally locked down for a bit. I don't even remember half the other coaches' names. Um, so, but it was just, it's good to see that, you know, they figure it out. You know, the Leafs are figuring it out. The Jays need to come up with a plan. We thought they had it figured out for a couple well, years. Well, they, they, they did, and they, you know, they did what they were supposed to do. They went on it. They went for a chance. They missed out. You got to rebuild. Yeah. And we'll get to it later on why they should rebuild and they shouldn't go for it anymore, but that's. That's for segment number three. Yeah. And it's it's amazing to see 
how TFC did the build. Because mm-hmm. three years ago, they had Defoe, they had Bradley, they had all those guys. Uh, Gilberto, Julio Cesar was here for that year too. The next year, they said, you know what? This isn't working. We like Bradley. He's going to be our he's going to be our captain. He's going to be our centerpiece. But we need something else. So they went and got Giovinco on a free transfer. Paid him a butt ton of money. But yeah. it was a free transfer. And they swapped Jermaine Defoe for Josie Altidore. I what was considered a washed up Josie Altidore, at least in EPL standards. And he was. He was totally washed up. He could not score a goal in the English League. But three years later, do you think any TFC fan would undo that trade or the swap because well, it wasn't not. technically a trade? You know, load a question there a little bit. Of course, no, no one would. They're not going that. to though. But that's what I'm saying. Like at the time, everyone thought it was a terrible deal. They thought, you know what? We're giving away one of our best players for a player who can't score in the league that he's coming from. But no offense to MLS, going from the EPL to MLS is like no NHL I, to I, AHL. A I get bit. that. Like he, you know. It's also it's also a very very different game. It's like when we get into this Javinko for World Cup argument, he's not, you know, at least in my perspective, what people say is, you play MLS. If you're good in MLS, doesn't mean you you should be World Cup. Like MLS is not okay. But Javinko was good in that's Italy. a separate question. I don't want to get in that. I don't know enough to really <laughs> back that up. Yeah, but I was gonna say don't don't argue with me about that. I see but, the steam coming out of yours, but yeah. But I'm just saying, like how they built it up. They brought in a bunch of young guys who were Canadian: Chapman, Azorio. Hamilton to a degree, Raheem Edwards. Shout out Raheem Edwards, who's Lyola. no longer on the team. Um, I guess I'll throw that out there. He got picked by the Los Angeles FC in the expansion draft, and then traded to Montreal. So he's now on Montreal. Hey, he's gonna start next year. He's a good guy, good player. Went to high school with the guy. Yeah, good on him. Go for it. Hey, hey he won a trophy, man. Good for it. I guess go explore around. He probably wants to be in LA a little bit more than Toronto, but. <laughs> But think about this, okay? So three years ago when TFC was building this up, they just brought in Marky Delgado. They were a month away from picking up Alex Bono, the goalie who just spearheaded them to the finals this year after Irwin got hurt. Benoit Cheru came in. Giovinco came in. Uh, Clement Simonin came in at that time. Who He was pretty good. He never ended up making it here. But they were doing some good stuff. And the players who left... One or two, I'm maybe disappointed with, but at the same time, I don't think I would change anything. Like they did it the right way, and I think Toronto, the Blue Jays, need to learn from that and do something. Well, it's we'll get into the Jays a little bit later, but yeah, so, it's a little different when you're in baseball and yeah, obviously, but you have more decisions to make in that in that sort of perspective. So yeah, fair enough. Okay, you want to move on? We're going to stick baseball then? Or yeah, we we'll, go we'll jump now? into baseball. Okay, let's we'll go We'll jump baseball. into baseball. But, again, congratulations, CFC. Very proud. Um, jump over to baseball. Two big stories this week. We have Shohei Otani signing and Giancarlo Stanton becoming a Yankee. Where did, Where would you like to start? Ah, I don't know. It's tough. I think the Stanton trade is more important, honestly, than this Otani one now. Okay. For the fact that the team Otani picked really makes zero sense for him. Okay, let's start with Otani then. Like, come on, man. Out of all the teams that were there, you picked the Angels. Like, they're garbage. Without Mike Trout. Like, Mike Trout is the only reason that team is watchable. And you pick them over 
the Mariners, the Dodgers, the Cubs, like teams that you're going to win. Like, come on, you're going to win. You're going to a team that has like the 28th ranked farm system in baseball, has nothing coming. There's a bunch of old guys that are castaways, right? People are jumping their World Series. I was like, come on, they got two players. Otani and Trout now. You can't win with two players. No, their odds would be improved. They wouldn't be well, jumped. Improved, I agree. But like they went from fifty to one to like thirty to one. Like, come on. Yeah. Like you can't win with one pitcher and one fielder. But you have to look at it and say there must have been a comfort level there. There, well, there had to be, be a reason. Level, but part of you's got to be like, I want to win. Like I, I know, know you're any... young, but you got to look long term. Like they don't have any system. Like the Mar- no. the Like you know, I think you should have gone to the Mariners. They just picked up D Gordon. They have Felix Hernandez. They have some other young pitchers. They have Robinson Cano. They have Nelson Cruz. Like, they got power. Yeah. You know, they've struggled being consistent the last couple of years, but ideally, you know, that was the strongest team that went to the final. Like, Padres were in that final group. Um, trying to think of Dodgers. the four teams. You know, Texas was in it. Texas is a way better option. Yeah. Like, even the Padres, like, come on, I know you want to go West Coast or something, but, like, yeah. you got to be able to... You gotta like look down the road when you sign an extension or something. You know, Mike Trout's gonna come up before you. There's no guarantee Mike Trout's staying in L.A. There really isn't. If that team doesn't improve at all, he's I think probably there's gonna. A... If because so, do you stay in L.A. or do you go to Boston or Washington or New York for five hundred million dollars? Mike Trout is walking from L.A. Yeah. If they don't improve, because they're not gonna dish out four hundred, five hundred million dollars. No, there's no point. Right. Unless they have some sort of future. Yeah, they have to have something, and they don't have it yet. So it'll be interesting to see. I think I think there was a comfort level there, and I think it was a huge thing for Otani. And he really wanted to play with Trout. I think that was his decision-making. Yeah, he wanted to play with Trout. The decision-making process on his point, like his criteria, like, yeah, you're moving to a new country and you want to feel comfortable in the city, but you're there to play baseball and you're there to win. Right. Yeah. He picked a team that is very uncompetitive, has no real prospects at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it was a bad decision on his part. You know, he's going to, yeah, there's going to be a lot of media in the first year and yeah. they're going to sell out seats for him, but, you know, they're not going to put a good product on the table. Other than Trout, they have Cole Calhoun, who's really the only respect, like, player that I enjoy watching on that team. Simmons? Maybe, Simmons defense. Yeah. Can't hit for a shred anymore. Really couldn't ever, but now I was going to say, he sure. could hit at some point. They got Upton now, but yeah. you know, so you, they're, other than up, Trout, they're trying, you just, have, you just have swing, but they're just paying for it. That's what they've done. They just trade whatever C level prospect they have that's left, and they yeah. don't have. They haven't had a prospect come up since Mike Trout. Yeah, I because they've dumped them all for vets that have been useless for them, right? I know, and I get that. It's just I don't know. I just don't. I don't understand what his decision making process was, and. You know, there's. I understand New York, and it's too. Uh, you know, you don't want to be the main media guy, or you don't want to be. You kind of want to be the main Japanese guy. That that stuff I can understand, but. Yeah. Come on, pick a team that's semi-competitive. <sighs> it's it's tough. But they didn't even have the most inner bonus pool money. No, they didn't. Right. Uh, like, well, I don't think money was ever the biggest factor for him. Well, it's so. a bit because he's not going to get. Paid it's a little a, factor. He's going to get paid a doll a penny on the dollar for the first six years of his career. Yeah. Right. He's going to get paid like five hundred k and. Yeah. You know he'll get endorsements eventually, but he's not going to get paid anything in the first. No, and and I think that's the thing. Like at that years. point, at that point, he really didn't care. He's just like, ah, 
not going to get as much as I probably am and deserve also as anyway. A pitcher, so. You should get some more money when you can get it because you never know. Yeah. No, I know. Look at Darvish. Darvish came over. We thought he was great and blew his arm out, and now we don't know what Darvish is anymore. I know, and I get it. I just there had to be something, and it's probably something that we don't know, and it's not going to get. Well, there's reports that you know Jerry Depoto, the GM, scouted him when he was like in grade nine. Yeah, they have a relationship, so maybe there's something there. You know, on a side note, I don't really understand what all these teams are complaining about. Yeah, wanting an investigation. You know, I heard a really good argument on, on the radio. Last week, how when a team is trying to get a player to come down at his dollars, they kind of rope other players in and get their interest to force the other player's hand. It's exactly what he did on the opposite end. Yeah. Right? He got all the guys and said, hey, you want to sign me? You're going to do everything I say. If you don't want to do it, don't worry about it. Back up. Go away. Right? You don't have to do this. I'm not forcing you, but you all want to sign me, so you're going to do what I tell you to do. Pretty much, yeah. People are like, oh, he wasted our time. He never considered us. That's not your choice. It just sucks to to be you. It's up to him. If he it just be you know he could have gone into it saying I'm not going to Toronto, but he still allowed Toronto to apply just in case they changed his mind. Yeah, and and I think he did that in the right way. Right now, there's some other stuff where they say you know even if you give him stuff like not illegally, but like it's not like college where you can give him gifts to a certain point. Like yeah, you know unless he's asking you know to for me to consider it, you have to give me this, right? Which he from what I know he hasn't done. No, he's got a bunch of sad GMs complaining that they didn't get this guy, and it's. Yeah, you know, it's shut up and deal with it. And it's tough, I think, for the teams that didn't get them. Like, then you see the New York Post wrote them, like their headline. Yeah, like, I know. Oh, too that shy was shy to play in New York. It's like shut up. Like, that was brutal, and I think that was terrible. Times post. Yeah, it was totally a New York Times thing. But I think in the in the long run, he made the decision where he felt comfortable. Well, he thought maybe the team could build because they have money. Maybe Trout well, can carry a team. So. I get it to that sense. I think he could have gone to a better team. The Dodgers are there. The Rangers are there. Yeah, because if money's not his thing, he picks the Dodgers because they don't. He doesn't have to worry yeah. about the Dodgers paying him for six years. Yeah, and the Rangers also right, like, like it's not it, like he's picking, oh, the the Dodgers. The range, Dodgers are down the road. Yeah, it's not like he's switching states or anything. So it had to be a comfort thing with the personnel in the Angels organization. And I know he wanted to play with Trout. It'll be interesting to see how he actually plays next year. So just that's whatever gonna team he signed for to trade for Trout. That would have been a better option. Tell the Dodgers to give up their whole farm system for Mike Trout. Boom. Just give him the trophy tomorrow. That'd be that'd be uh, interesting, if you ask me. That'd hey, be GMs, you ever think of that? Why do I no, that'd be too easy. Why do I got to solve your problems here? <laughs> that'd be too easy. But, yeah, I, I'm excited to see how he plays. I and just don't also, know how I'm he's going to su- play. I'm kind of surprised he didn't pick a, you know, when they lay it out, you know, you got to f- remember, they got Albert Pujols. Pujols. Still, right? So, there's, you know, he's not getting outfield at bats, they said. He hasn't. Played outfield since 2014, they said, which I didn't know. He he hasn't done that. Yeah, he's no, I know. DH, right? So he's just been DH. They're gonna get him some DH at bats on a few days, but you know now you're taking at bats away from Pujols, who had a very rejuvenated no, season no, last no, year. No, 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 Pujols will play first when he DHs. They Pujols already said can't that. Play first anymore, they already man. said that. I'm sorry. I love the guy. One of the greatest hitters of our generation. He can't play first anymore. He's like well, 37. That's what they said. It's not gonna happen. They said it to answer the question. It's like putting Morales at first. You might as well put a bag of bricks at first base and hope it hits them. Didn't the Blue Jays do that a couple and times? And how did that go for them? I'm not saying it went so, well, but they did it. You know, <laughs> overall, I think if you know, he must have had some other factors because as a baseball decision, it makes no sense. Yeah, I really, I, I get really what you're saying. I no understand sense, what you're saying. Right? I totally get it. I'm just saying I think there's a chance that it's it was. It's not like the Angels are in one last window to compete. No. And they have some prospects kind of like, no. you know, 
Boston or even Chicago. Like, even if you pick the White Sox, yeah, they're a crap team now, but they have Mankata, Kopech, you and know, even, lots of prospects. That's the why Angels I, have nothing. That's why picking the Jays would have been a better decision than the Angels because the Jays have prospects that are coming. Uh, not, not, it, not. I'm not saying they're on the same level as the White Sox, but I'm just using that analogy is that they have more than the Angels. Yeah. I don't think you can argue that. But it's interesting to see him come over now. Yeah. You know, I'll definitely attempt to buy tickets for when the Angels come to town. To see <laughs> Trout and Otani? Why not? I, I want to see him hit, you know. Yeah, I can I can watch it. You know, nowadays I can watch any guy throw 100 miles an hour, but I want to see a guy that pitches also hit, hit bombs, bombs. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know, shout out Bumgarner, but I want to see a guy where Stroke you come show. up there and you expect 270 and some bombs from him, right? He's going to obviously adjust. Major League pitching is better than more well, consistent than Japanese pitching. But Do you know what his average was last year? It was like three-something. but 322. He's also facing... Softer pitching in Japan is just the way they throw. Three twenty-two, right? though. So yeah. I'm I'm saying if you're expecting a drop, how it far is the drop, drop going to be? You know, because he's going to be doing both in a new country. But how far is the drop realistically? I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't know the guy. I don't know his makeup. I don't know. You know, he's a very confident guy from what they say, and he knows he's good. Yeah. But you never know until the guy comes here, right? If he has a bad first month, how's he going to react, right? There's so many variables to that stuff. Yeah. No. In, I in know. that sense, that you know. They got off to a great start, and he's not hitting much. You know, how's he going to feel about that? Yeah, right. Is he going to be pissed that he's not hitting? Is he going to start complaining? I'm not saying he's he's going to, but it's just going to be interesting to see how that starts. And you know, are the Angels going to now be forced to go get more stuff, even though they have nothing to sell? Yeah. Right? They, other than Otani, they have no pitching. Yeah. Like I don't remember Garrett Richards is still out for a while. I think with that Tommy John, and I don't think they have anyone else no. that I know of. Um. Ah, it's. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's some of this, some of that. So we'll see. Kind of okay. depends on how he plays. But baseball is the one sport where, you know, this is basketball. I say, yeah, great. Go to whatever team you want because you can be a LeBron and you can carry them. One guy, especially a pitcher, can't take a team to a playoffs. You can only win thirty games a year as a pitcher. Right? Yeah. You can't win a hundred and one games. You can only do so much. And even those days, you pitch a shutout. You're pitching a shutout. Maybe one run, your team scores you nothing. Nothing you can do about that. No, exactly. Well, let's move on. The other big story, as we talked about, was Stanton. The beginning of the Bash brothers? It's like Mighty Bash Ducks. siblings. It's more than two. What? Stanton. Ah, no, Sanchez is a class below. It's Judge and Stanton. They're both two human beings in one. I know, but you can... Not really take what Sanchez did last year. I know, but Sanchez isn't like a 1B. I'm sorry. When you have Stanton and Judge, they're in their own class. Yeah, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying I think it's going to be scary to face the middle of that Yankees order next year. Thank God they're not left-handed hitters because then I put 70 home runs on the board for them automatically. (laughs) Judge still pushes the ball to the right field. Stanton can do it a bit. He'll learn to do it more now. It doesn't matter. He doesn't it need does. to. He doesn't need to. Well, it he helps can still you, hit it, it out to that. You can throw the ball to the right field and get it out. Yeah. No, I know. I'm not like I could kick a baseball out. I get that. I'm just saying. I don't think. I don't think it really matters in Yankee Stadium which direction he hits it. He's well, getting it does that a ball bit. Like out. left center and center are pretty deep. Like right down the line at left field's okay, but like left center is like 395. Like that's deep for left center at any park. Yeah. Right. So down the lines each way is not bad, but unless you're putting it, if you put it to dead center, it's like 410. Yeah. Right, like that's pretty deep. That's fair. That's Marlins Stadium deep. Like they're they had a big park and they were four or five to center. Yeah, right. 
Let's talk about what the trade actually was. And uh, the Marlins aren't getting a whole lot back, but that's because they gave up the money. So don't, don't talk to this talk this trade with someone that is not a legitimate baseball fan. Yeah. Because you're going to have the most pointless conversation of your life, and you're just going to waste your 10 minutes of your time. Okay, well, I'm a baseball fan, so let's let's actually have this conversation. Let's talk about this two ways. Let's look at the trade first, and then we'll talk about the trade way it was handled. Yeah. Because there's a good so, way and there's a bad way. Yeah. The so trade? The, f- the trade. Let I me- think it was handled as best as Jeter could have handled it in a, what he got back. He's oh, they're, they're sending $30 million this year to keep the Yankees under the luxury tax, yeah. or close to it, Yep. but that's it. The Yankees are eating the rest of the two hundred and seventy-five million, I think. Yeah, something like 265, that. Two sixty-five, two seventy-five. Yeah. So the Marlins are completely out under that contract, and they got Castro, who they're probably going to flip from reports I've read. Yeah, they got Castro. Um, they, got they got Guzman. The, Yan- the Yankees, I think, what was it three and seven prospects? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or four and nine, but in the Marlins system, it's like two and four now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you got to look at it that way. You got to look where do they rank in their system because the Yankees have a very deep farm system. So you look at it. Oh, you only got the number four prospect. It's well, he's a number two on a lot of teams. Yeah. Prospects, right? Like Glaber Torres is number one, and he's the number one prospect everywhere. Mostly. Mostly. Know, Almost. Yeah. Because if you count Moncada as a prospect still, but if you look at it, you know they got out of the contract. Um, could they've gotten a little bit more? Maybe. Maybe could have Jeter have eaten one or two years of money to maybe get. You know, Clint Frazier or something. Maybe. Sheffield, maybe. Maybe. But, you know, for them, he wants to start fresh out of what Jeffrey Loria did. Um, there are no reports that Osuna's probably going to be gone. He's only got two more years of control. They're probably going to keep Yelich because he has yeah. five. So they can do a, a relative rebuild around him and still have a chance with him. Yeah. But if they had kept Stanton, they needed to get pitching. They had no pitching. You know, we all know what happened with Jose. You know, RIP Jose. But... You know, that, they, uh, really, that, that was that, that was really put them building. in a hole. It put them in such a hole that, you know, they got like, baseball gave them a compensation pick, but you can't. It doesn't matter what pick you make. You're not going to replace that guy. No, there's no way. Right. They had a foundation going there and it kind of killed the fan base. So Jeter came to the point that, you know, it's going to be now the way it's handled. It's going to hurt ticket sales. But, you know, he wants to break it down. And he's now that there's some stable ownership and hopefully he picks a stable GM and yeah and coach that they can kind of start to build this thing up now. But, you know, I think the trade they got the best they could if their plan was to not eat any money. Yeah. Right? Because you're not going to – anybody that takes $300 million is not going to give you much of anything. Yeah. Right? Just because that end of that contract, Stan's going to be in his 30s, right? Like, yeah. You don't know how he's going to break down with power hitters. You know, we've seen recently a lot of power hitters just fall apart. Right? And they don't – they can't stay consistent. And – you know, now that, you know, if we look at it on the other side, the way they handled it, I think I give them a, a big fail on that. Yeah, that was, that was even pretty f- Even from before Jeter took over, they hadn't handled it very well. No, and I think the way they did it was really backwards almost. Making it so painfully obvious that they wanted to get rid of him that no one wanted to give them a good deal. Granted, the Cardinals actually had a decent deal at one point. They were going to give up Waka and... I can't remember the other player. I mean, we talked about it last week, me and Kyle. Uh, but you got to make – he has a no-trade clause. You have to know that. So if you're going to make a deal with a team, you got to know that he wants to go to that team. And they made it – they tried to make two deals with teams that he didn't want to go to. It they, didn't make sense. They picked the wrong guy to play hardball with. Yeah. And, and what they said, they said he gave him the list, and 
You know, it's kind of like what some teams do in hockey where they negotiate with the team and they get the base of a trade and then they go check, hey, you know, would you add this team to your list depending on where it is in the season? Usually happens mid-season when a team, you know, like maybe Nashville's not on your list, but they're in a playoff cup run and you're like, okay, maybe I'll change my mind, right? But yeah, he said West Coast because that's where he's from, preferably L.A. That's why San Fran wasn't on there. Yeah. But they went ahead and negotiated with them and got pretty much to the end and then said, here are the trade offers, pick one. Yeah, and he said no. And he said no, I, I'm not going there. And they said, pick one. And he said, I told you, neither no to neither either of these teams. None of the above. Try again. And then they said, pick a team or we're going to make you a Marlin for life and the fact that we're not trading you. Even though Stan has an opt-out somewhere in that contract in about a year, so I don't understand that argument. Two, two years. Right, he has an opt-out, so unless there was some sort of clause where you know, they were going to bench him and keep him from hitting him games or something to get the clause down. No, it's, it was a it was an end of a year thing. He had um, an opt out, so it wouldn't have mattered. They must have had some plan to, to cheat the contract, but and then he called their bluff and he said, "Okay, do it." And they were like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, right. And then the Yankees thing came up, and I think he said, "You know, it was toxic," and he kind of said, "You know, they said to him that we're not going to get any pitching, we're not going to do anything, we're going to sewer you and leave you here." And it's yeah. Pick the wrong guy to play that on. You know, the guy's been through it already with Jeffrey Lurie. He knows the he knows the routine. It didn't make sense. Right. At that point, I think, the, you know, and now it's one thing to trade him and lose fans, but for him to crap on the team like he did in the interviews and in the press conference, I've never seen a guy rip a team so hard in a press conference. It was unbelievable how with this stuff, you no hold yeah. bars, and the Yankees didn't care. No. Right? But usually, it was their fault. Usually the new team holds you back and says, okay, you know, be careful what you say. But they were, he went off, and no one was stopping him, and, you know, no, instead for some uh, fans to hear that, you know, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, Jeter, Jeter's image is out the window now." It's, you know, it's one trade. You know, people are complaining, "Oh, he didn't go to the winter meetings and all this stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, because he's gonna get." Why? Why? Crap. Why would he? Why does he go? He's a president. He doesn't make trades. Why does he got to go to the winter meetings? Why? There's no. Why point. would like Mark Shapiro goes? Yeah, because he's involved in baseball decisions. But there's no rule that says the president has to go. No. Yeah, he has final say. But there's a phone call. There's such thing as a phone. And yeah, we're in a beautiful go, generation. If he needs to go to meet someone for a trade, there's a plane. He can Probably hop on a, a private jet and get there in like a few hours. Yeah. So, you know, I think people need to calm the hell down. And yeah, they've handled it bad, but, but you know, Derek Jeter is still Derek Jeter. You're not going to say, oh, I don't like Jeter now. He's a bad guy. It's like, guy played like however many years in New York and didn't get in trouble once. He knows what he's doing. He's he's willing to take the few, the pro, the shame and, you know, try and fix it. So, yeah. That whole team has been a shamble for a decade, so I I don't know why you blame it all on on Jeter. If anything, you blame it on Jeffrey Loria, the yeah. psychopath that ran that team for yeah. a generation. But now this trade, the impact on this year and coming years is If you're in the American League, don't even compete. Unless you're the Red Sox, you have a chance. Yeah. But Tampa, trade that. Longoria, Baltimore, apparently is trading Manny Machado, which is a Yeah, I heard problem. that too. <laughs> why you trade the one guy that gets fans out to your park, and they don't even fill the stadium. Not even close, right? No one's coming out to see JJ uh, Jonathan Scope or Wellington Castillo. Like, come on, Cisco, Chance Cisco, though, right? Like, um, yeah, I don't compete if you're in the American League. There's, there's no off. point. You can't compete. You have to, right? And the rumors are that they want another pitcher. They go get Michael Fulmer, who was like, they want him. Is you know, reportedly he was like 18 and something last year. Was yeah, Tigers number one. That's going to cost them one and two in the farm system, probably. Six years of control on Fulmer. No, they'll probably the year two years. It ago. probably won't be Torres. It has to be Torres. No, because the Tigers don't trade him. They're rebuilding. Why do you trade a guy with five years of control if you're not getting the number one prospect? 
No, but it's the Yankees, so they'll somehow figure out a way to make sure it's not Detroit's Torres. Detroit's not going to chain him in there to watch him go help them win a World Series. Detroit's not that dumb. They're not. Debatable, but okay. They're not. They've, they've, they, you got to remember, Detroit was competitive for a lot of years. I know. And they eventually, I know. They've, their time has come, so now they got to do what the Yankees did and, yeah. and rebuild, right? Granted, the Yankees w- didn't take very long to rebuild. Well, they did, actually. They just drafted well for a couple of years, and they were mediocre for a couple of years and then shut shut the bed for a year or two, right? Yeah. Like now they hit on a bunch of their picks, but yeah. they also gotta remember the Yankees got away with it by like signing Chapman, trading Chapman for Torres, and then signing Chapman again. Yeah, no. And then trading Chapman again. Well they kept him this last time, but Yeah. Um, you know, Detroit could do something like that, right? Like Detroit could trade sign J D Martinez to yeah. like a three or four year deal. He could have thirty home runs by the break. Yeah. And they could flip him for like two top prospects. Yeah. Right? Like it's, possible. it's a little different how the Yankees did it with Chapman, because Chapman's a reliever is a closer, a little bit different scenario. Yeah, but obviously, um, you know that's how the Yankees got Torres. And um, I'm trying to think, they traded Andrew Miller for Clint Frazier. Like a couple of those prospects were not homegrown, right? So they got yeah. aided in the system, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, Toronto Blue Jays, Ross Atkins, give up. Like I'm not trying to be a like a pain in the ass and be a you know a pissy Toronto fan, but give up. There's, there's, you can't win this year. You there's lose no, at there's every, no you lose choice. at pretty much every position. Yeah. Left field. Let's just say Stanton goes to play left Which, to keep it easy. One of the two is going to go or, left. Or one of them may go to center. I could actually see Judge playing center. He's got yeah, he's got base athleticism yeah. to yeah, play center. True. And that's true. Because they want to get rid of Ellsbury's contract. They're pretty much saying, we'll give you prospects to take him. Yeah. Um, but hey, Jay. Stan- Stanton in left. No, don't take Ellsbury. Don't even dare. He He is brutal. Stanton, I'm not even gonna give a no, chance. No, I'm just saying for the prospects. Yeah. But they're not gonna. They're gonna give you like a seven, eight prospect. Like they're not giving yeah, you but, a three. But it's still a prospect. But dip- why? Why take money to watch a guy that's a toxic guy who sucks? How How long is his contract? Like two more years at like fifteen million dollars. And you know Rogers won't pay. That's true. That's right? where. That's where the whole concept. Because then they're gonna say, "Oh, we don't have any money to spend." Well, you bought this guy's crap yeah. contract. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Um, Stan in left field. I'm not even gonna give a Jays comparable because it's not even worth it. Correct. <laughs> Center field. I don't know. Defensively, tie. might be Pilar. Yeah, because he can't hit for anything. So yeah. we'll call that a tie. Right field. I'm not even giving a comparable because I don't know who's playing. Win Yankees. Third base. Jays win. Shortstop. Yankees win. Duty. Just because Troy can't stay healthy. Uh, I don't know who Torres will probably play second for the Yankees next year. Torres is going to be the second base. There you go, win Yankees first base. Win Yankees. Who's first base in the year? Well, it's going to be Greg Bird. And he yeah, had a good it's going to be Bird, right? The year, and I don't yeah. think Smokes having the same year, so you can call it a tie. But I give it win Yankees. We'll call that a wash for now, yeah. just because we don't Catcher, know what's actually going to happen. Win Yankees. Not even going to put up the comparable of broken knees, Russ Martin. Who wants hey, to play? hold on. Martin's a good catcher. He's just not as good he as Sanchez. Like ten and a half games last yeah. year, though, man. He I was, think he's he, he's just pitching to that point. Other than Stroman Sanchez? Yeah, well, the Jays are very comparable there. It's just, you know, now it's what? You know, Severino had a really good year last year. Tanaka. Um, CeCe's going to come back down to earth. CeCe was on something yeah, special have, in the playoffs. I have no clue who else they have. Uh, they had another one. I'm trying to think. Who was going strong for them in the playoffs? It was Tanaka, Severino. Uh, they got Sonny Gray. Gray. Remember that. Jeez, yeah. Chad Green could ro- rotate in the into the rotation. And... The, the Yankees will pick up one more guy because now that they're their goal. now the Yankees are back to the evil empire. They're going for it. They're money time. The evil empire. We've saved they're up back. their money. They've saved up their billions of dollars from Nesson, and it's time to go. Yeah. Right. Um, Montgomery. Oh, he won't. Yeah. 
No, but I'm that. saying he was. I think he was their guy who. So I think your American League champion is either going to be. You got. I don't know. I don't even think the Boston's going to be a wild card team, which is going to suck for whoever has to play them in the playoffs. But they still need to bulk up a bit. Like they really fell apart. I don't know if Houston can beat the Yankees. No. We forgot Pineda. He's no. No thanks. But if he's your fifth starter. Maybe. But Pintar. What? Oh. Um Oh, Garcia too. Jaime. <laughs> Jamie? <laughs> yeah. Um Jaime. Jamie. Um so we're gonna go I like I don't know. I don't think Cleveland's gonna be interesting. You know, American League will be an interesting this year, but I, you know, I could see the Yankees with 115 wins this year. Okay, so if they the get Yankee, another pitcher, you have the Yankees winning the East, Red Sox winning the wild card, like being first yeah. wild card probably. So the other two divisions, you got Houston. You know, the it's going to be New York, Houston, champions. and Cleveland, unless something goes terribly wrong in one of those cities. Yeah, right. That's, what, that's Texas, all I was going to get. Unless at. Texas does makes a bunch of moves here and picks up like Fulmer and signs a bat makes a trade and does something. Yeah. Then you know, there I don't see them there yet. The Angels are not there yet. The White Sox aren't there yet. Oakland's not there. Jays, Baltimore, Tampa, nope. Yeah. Um trying to think out west. The Angels the Angels will be fun to watch, but they're not going to challenge. They no. really aren't. Unless they make more trades. They're not challenging. Yeah. Um even though I think they did they send were they the ones that signed Kevin Maiden? One of the Ma- like the, oh, t- the second um, prospect in the Brave system that got let go from the top farm system in baseball. Let me check. I think they were the ones that got Kevin Maton from based off that whole crap that went on with um in Atlanta. Yeah, that was just looking at that up. was I think a the Angels gong show, in. by the way. Um uh, Angels uh, have a new number one prospect, so there they go. They did get him. They did yeah. get Kevin Maton. Maton, I don't know where is he from. What does it say? Venezuela. So it's probably Maton or something like that. Carabobo, Venezuela. Um, but okay, so they do have one prospect now. Good on them. They have one. Oh, team. So they've gone to thirtieth <laughs> to twenty eighth probably. Um God. But yeah, like you got Houston in the West. I think they win. They got the Rangers probably pulling up the second wild card spot. I don't Possibly. see any. I don't see any of the Central teams. Maybe the Twins. Maybe. Maybe they got to add some more though. Right. They need some more pitching. But they got lucky at the end it, of the year. I think four teams are guaranteed almost. Yeah, but it's it's going to be like once the playoffs come. I'm not making. You know that's going to be whatever happens on each given day, right? But yeah. You know, if the Yankees don't win 100 games this year, even if they win the division, I think it'll be everyone's going to be like, well, why, you should have done that. Yeah, right? Like, they, they should have won the division. You see the they firepower they have. The they like, you have 120 home runs between two guys. Yeah. Probably. At least 100. You're going to have 100 for sure. Yeah, they'll have 100, and they'll probably have 150 between Like, think of that protection almost. in that lineup. How do you you can't you can walk all three of them, but you know odds are you're gonna give up a run eventually. Yeah, it's right. They got Bird now. They're gonna have Torres to hit. Didi had a really good year with the bat. Yeah. Um. You know they'll pick up someone to DH. Don't like. You know they could even pick up Morales from the Jays to sit on the bench at DH. <laughs> like there's still 25 home runs as a lefty, right? Oh God. They yeah. got rid of Headley. Thank God, Chase Headley. Lord, was that okay. painful all to right. watch Chase right. Headley play third? They got rid of him. and They still need a third baseman, though. That's the thing. Jabari Blash. I don't know who that is. They picked him up. I think he's an infielder. I've heard of him. Yeah, I thought he was middle infielder, though. Well, I think he was just the middle infield depth that they were looking for. Give us all your prospects, and you can have Josh Donaldson <laughs> for one season. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to happen. Oh. Okay. So, Jays, hey, trade Josh Donaldson. Do it. Do it now. You should have done it already. You won't do it. Do it. They won't do it. 
You won't right. do it. Ross Atkins, if you can hear me, you won't do it. And that everyone's response to that, watch me. But they won't do it. They need to. They should. They should have done it already. I was I was listening to something today, and they were saying that there's two options. Either they just move Donaldson and try to get prospects for Donaldson, or they tear down to the studs. So trade like one extra guy. No. Stroman stays. No, 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 no. Stays. no. That's what I'm saying. They were saying either you do Donaldson or you do everybody, but you have to trade people. You trade Stroman, Sanchez, Donaldson. You have to. This is like the golden age of prospects in baseball. Yeah. There's so many good prospects out there that are MLB ready that, you know. The Dodgers have a bunch. Uh, well, I don't know if they have a need for him unless someone moves to short. Yeah, there is no. Seager's there. Like, I don't think. Dodgers don't fit for Donaldson. They have Turner, and they love Turner there. They no, I'm, no, I'm just saying. I was talking about prospects. The, right, the two Dodgers have, have a ton. Interesting on the one. Yankees have a ton. Up, they brought up, if you tear it down, is Donaldson and Osuna. And and I honestly think that's that's an interesting argument because, you know, you can find closers. There's been, you know... Oh, Roberto. Yeah. I thought you meant Marcel. So. No. Like, you know, they could fetch a lot for him. There was rumors that Nationals were going to give you their top three prospects last year. For yeah. Because that's how bad they were in the midseason, right? Yep. You know, I would not like to see him go. I'd like to see him stay. But if you can fetch a team's top two prospects, if you, if you can fetch a team's like one, two, and four, or one, four, and five, one, three, and five, and prospects do it, just make sure he's in the National League so we only see him in the World Series, <laughs> right? Like, that's a thing where you can, you can like, if you face that team, yeah. if you play well, you don't have to worry about him. No. Right? It's not like a starting pitcher where you have to, you're have you going to see him, right? Like, if it's like Jay's Nats in the World Series and Osuna's on the Nats, if you play well, you can keep you can keep Osuna out of there. You don't have yeah. to worry about him biting you in the butt. But Yeah, and I think... You could collect five top prospects between the two of them. Yeah, and I think for Donaldson, you can get a bunch. For well, Asuna, you could probably get a bunch. Get two. Well, it depends on if you're going for because one he's and three have a or if you're going he's for gonna have a huge four, number. five, six. He's going to have 20-plus million this year. Yeah. He's going to have by far the highest arbitration number ever because he's a unique case with his age. No, I know, and I'm just saying, but I think... With one year of control, you'll get two prospects. Yeah. Unless and you're going to with Osuna, team. you get a bunch. Yeah. And Unless then you're like you're the Red Sox who are reacting and a desperate that we need to keep up with someone, Yeah. then you maybe get three. Yeah. But other than the Red Sox, I don't see any team that's in a desperation mode to keep up with someone so far. Yeah. Uh, Texas, maybe with Houston, that would be the only one. But I don't, I don't think Texas has that elite prospect that no. we want anymore. I'm like, just, I'm just saying that would be that would be the option. It would be LA to me. You know, if something were to happen with Turner, or they decided to move Turner back to second base because they don't really have a full time second base option. Just Chase well, Utley's not had, the answer. They had Utley, but he's not there anymore. Utley, he sorry, can't. yeah. He can't so unless they anyone. decided to move Turner back to second, which he can't do. Yeah. And take Donaldson and say, hey, this is how we're going to make ourselves the Yankees of the West. Then you could get three prospects from them. It's he, possible. Is it going to happen? No. No, but, you know, we didn't think, you know, at first glance, you think, well, they got Judge and Wright. They don't need Stan. They got it saying, I said, they got it saying we're going to do it and we'll figure out the positions later. Right? One like, of them could DH. Well, they could ideally split you time don't. and right and they could DH. It doesn't matter yeah. at this point. Um,. But, you know, if we're looking around the horn on the Jays, you got all your any of your decent prospects are a couple years away. Uh, maybe Alfred. No, Alfred would be the yeah, only one. Yeah, but he's got a close enough. I still want more from him before. Like he's going to play no, I know. this I'm just, year, but I'm just saying he's probably the only one who's right, truly and, MLB ready. Um then you got Bichette, you got Guerrero. That's two, that's two years minimum if you rush them. Yeah. So, you got they have options coming, they're just not here yet. The one thing that the Jays have to worry about is that their pitching prospects they're farther away. Well, 
Zoic had a good fall league. He was one of the MVPs. Yeah, but um, is he? Is he yeah, two but they years? don't need to rush their pitching prospects. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Is that are they two years away, or are they looking more at like four years away? I don't know. Pitchers are pitchers, man. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, guideline I, I, a pitcher. It's something that is so erratic. They're so unique. I know. It's so hard to tell with them. It's. It just gets to the point where now they literally have an excuse to tear it down. Yeah. Right. Finally, like they literally have an excuse to say, you know, they're not going to say it externally, but internally they're going to say, we can't compete with any no, of the division leaders in baseball. Like you can't. Even if you make the wild card, even if you get out of the wild card game, hey, boom, here's Cleveland. You make it through Cleveland, boom, here's Houston, or New York. I was say, right. I and think, then boom. I think even, if you, even if you magically made it through that. Hey, boom! Here's the Dodgers, or here's the Cubs. The or... Cubs, like, come on, man, that's not happening. No, you might get worn if you're. We're getting lucky. into that NBA age of baseball, where you're going to see the same five or six teams for about four or five years. Yeah, but it's a good thing because a lot of these teams have struggled, right? Like, it's not for a lack of effort; it's just yeah. a cyclical thing. Yeah, and like but, Houston was ov- is the obvious one who struggled. They figured it out. The Yankees have had a couple down years. The Red Sox had a couple down years. So I think the Jays need to get back to drafting, and they have an awesome group at that. They're very good at it. Yeah. And I think they have no excuse now. Because one more year, you know, fine. One more year is not the end of the world, but it's another wasted year of time. Yeah. Right? You're going to lose Donaldson for nothing at the end of next year then if you don't trade him. Yeah. The deadline, you'll get one prospect and a B prospect. Maybe two, depending on the uh, a team. Maybe. Unless it's like it's an like, injury or unless, something. Yeah, unless it's a team that's, you know, we need this guy to save our fan base from going at us. Or an injury. For a, yeah, for a top but, playoff team. Yeah, maybe. But at that point, teams are going to be like, they'll, you know, a lot of teams are shying away from going at those guys. They'll go after a, you know, Sam, he's in my head, a Chase Edley esque guy and give up yeah. nothing. And, you know, we'll patchwork yep. it the rest of the way instead of giving up two top prospects for a guy. Like, unless you're a. Unless it's a guarantee. Unless you're a team that has an agreement where he's at least going to negotiate with you. Right. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, now you see St. Louis every day is a new rumor on St. Louis. Now it's Marcelo Zuna. Go give them air. They need somebody to compete. I said that from the beginning to trade him to St. Louis for Alex Reyes. Yeah. And another player. Yeah, I did. Alex I, Reyes was the number one prospect in baseball going into last year. Yeah. Right? He really was. Tommy John about that. right at the beginning of the year, though. Like, he'll be back. I forgot about that. Just after the season starts. Wow. Like, that's an elite pitcher who's already got Tommy John out of the way. Yeah. Right? Doesn't mean he won't have it again, but right. Well, yeah, but you know, Donaldson would be probably intrigued to stay in St. Louis because it's St. Louis, and they're they always, always there. somehow win games. Yeah, they're the New England Patriots of the of the MLB in the fence that like they're like come two weeks before playoffs, they're always there, whether you like them or not. Yeah, they're there. They're if they're in the playoffs, you better watch out. Yep, because you, they could literally have a team full of minor leaguers, and boom, next somehow thing you know, win they're in the World Series, and you don't know how they do it. Yeah, and everyone's surprised, and we're all just really disappointed that Tony our team can't do Randall Grichuk's like when they were in the NLCS a couple of years ago. Everyone's like, "Who? What? Huh? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see this year. I think we'll leave it at that. So summation is Atkins, do your job, <laughs> and start flipping switches and dialing. Move some people, all right. Some people. Just get rid of them. Don't go walking around with going to winter meetings. And be like, "Hi guys, hi, hi." <laughs> can, can we make a trade? Want to make a trade? No, go be like, who wants Donaldson? Don't be, give me two top prospects and give me a call. Don't don't be Canadian, basically, is what you're saying. All right, let's move on uh, to the Canadian game. Let's go to hockey for a little bit. We'll go on this one quickly. Is that too much to go on right Yeah, now. very little. Um, I think the big thing is Matthews hurt again. It's a concussion. They weren't going to tell it, but it's a concussion. Yeah, they're saying he upper body. He's heading to Riley. 
They're saying upper body, second game in a row. He's out. Um, Who needs him? Yeah, five and zero without him. Undefeated. Gotta love it. Max Matthews, out of boy, McElhaney. He played really well. Because if he loses a game, he's gone. Sadly. No, I, I don't know about 11 that. Eleven and two and nine and three behind you in the minors, like. I don't know if he, he would have been gone yeah. if he had played well and they lost. If they lost one nothing and well, he I'm played saying, really like well, like loses, Pavlik. Then, like if he loses and then loses like a back to second game. Yeah. Then, then maybe yeah. Then it's because they have no ties to him. There's no money. It's just yeah. No, I. I agree. I'm just saying I don't know if one game would have He did a great him. job. Good he played him. great. He did um, really, really well. I'm proud of him. So, um, quick on the Leafs. They're playing well. Yeah. They got some things to fix, but they're winning, which yeah. makes fixing things easier. Yeah. They're banking all the points they need to do like they did last year because it leaves you a little bit to limp into the playoffs if you have to. Yeah. And they're, what are they? Let's see, 41. They're three points out of being the top team in the East. They're the second best team in the East. They're... Three points, Three points out, of, out of being tied for the best team in the league. Yeah. Um, now, they have played more games than the Lightning. Yeah, but look at it this way that, you know, what are they now clear of a playoff spot? They're seven points clear of a playoff spot. Six. Yeah, but once you get past Pittsburgh, who's just on the outside looking in, you're 11 points clear. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, you know... Well, actually, if you look at it, yeah. So right now, actually, you know, if I look at it, they are 11. nine points clear of a playoff spot because Boston's at 32 points. Yes, so someone needs to be in the Atlantic. So the Montreal the is the next Atlantic team, so they're 11. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like if they were, they could go below 35 technically, and they still be in it, right? Like they'd have to go below Boston because three teams make it the division regardless of points. That's what they'd have to go below Montreal. Yeah. Well, I'm saying they're, they're 11 points yeah. clear of. They're good the for Atlantic. now. They're good. They're fine. They got a, they got a losing streak in them, and the good thing with that team is that they score. It's hard and to lose. I'm going to bring this scoring. up. Two seconds. Frederick Anderson, candidate for MVP. Dark Horse candidate for MVP. Because without him, they're a disaster this year. Yeah. Mo- by far the most shots in the NHL he's faced. Yeah. Um, coming up there on arguably having the most game plays up there with probably like Vasilevsky and guys like that. He had a bad first month, but he won games with a bad save percentage and goals against average. And now he's stopping averaging 40 shots a game pretty much. And he's yeah. been outstanding. Um, and yeah, without him, like it's you know, arguably you could say some teams like Tampa would probably still be a playoff spot without Vasilevsky because Kucherov and Stamkos have been unbelievable. Yeah, but the Leafs would be hovering on a playoff spot if anything without Anderson. Yeah, right. Like it wouldn't even be close. Like, um, he has so the I most. Think, he has the most games played. Yeah, so I think he's got to be a dark horse for MVP. He's got to be. Yeah, I don't think he'll win it though. Well, you know, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see how the Leafs finish, right? Yeah. But Vesna, he's got to be up there. It's got to be him, Vasilevsky, or um, like Bobrovsky or Rene. And Bobrovsky's fallen off the last little bit. But dark the, horse for the Vesna. more they win, don't say Aaron Dell. Dark horse. Freaking say Aaron Dell. He's dark a horse. backup goalie. He's got. Don't tell me a guy if it's up for the Vesna unless he's played fifty-five games fine it's like saying austin matthews hey he put up like 30 goals in like 30 games that's not mvp you got to play a full season you got to be healthy i'm sorry if he put up 30 goals in 30 games he might be considered mvp (laughs) i'm saying yeah for goalies you know he's played well and there i read an article today about him possibly you know having a chance to become a number one next year yeah there's reports about him oh maybe he'll outseed martin jones this year martin jones is playing well you know, for a backup outseed a starter, you the starter's got to play like crap. Yeah, 
I'm sorry, but I know I also don't like how, you know, guys like, you know, Aaron Dell can lead the league in save percentage when he's played 11 games and Anderson's played like 33. Like, no, you need to be, you know. No, it's a you have to play a certain number of games, and Dell just reached that. Yeah, line. but it's got to so. be more than that. It's got to be like, it's got to be within 10 games of a leading guy in the league or something like that. Yeah. Okay. You got to be a starter. I'm sorry, you can't lead the league in save percentage when you play a third of the games. Okay, that's fair. But, um. Just so you know, Martin Jones, 915 save percentage, 248 goals against average. I'd say that's pretty good. It's not bad. The save percentage is a little down, but 248 goals against average is very good in this league for the way the scoring's at now. Well, 915's a well above average. It's not at bad. This point. You usually want 920, 925. But, but like I was this saying, year, it's not bad. Yeah. It could be a little better, but the goals against average is very good. Yeah. But this year, 915 is yeah. six percentage points above average. So ideally, average. we'll wrap it up quickly. Tire Fire of the Week. It's coming back. We got Tottawa Senators. Yes. Senators. In Sorry, hold on. Before, before we get into that, two weeks ago we put the poll up. You guys voted. The tire fire of the week from two weeks ago was a Western Kentucky guy punt debacle that was just, oh, God, that was just painful to watch. Uh, sorry, Kieran. Sorry, Luke. Your votes did not get you to win. But the, the tire fire of the week was that. We'll start another poll up for next week, hopefully. Yeah, we anointed we're gonna, it this we're week. Gonna, we're going to figure it out. But, yeah, this week we anointed. Took executive powers on that one. Go ahead. I'll let you have this okay. one. Okay. So we just go. Ottawa, no arena. They're in the middle of nowhere. They have an owner that doesn't want the team. An owner who's a fool. They have a team that they picked up Matt Duchesne. Can't win with him. Um... You know, I you know if you want to blame anyone in Ottawa, you blame Drew Doughty because he's kind of the one that started this all <laughs> with his comments of he's going to get what he wants. And he's like, me and Carlson, we're going to get what we're worth. Oh, well, yeah. And Carlson responded saying, yeah, I'm going to go get where I'm worth, what I'm worth wherever. Yeah. And then that freaked everyone out. And now the reports today that Dorian went around to a bunch of guys and asked them to submit their 10-team list within their no-traded. So yeah, Carlson did it. I think... Now, I, some people saying it's him trying, he leaked it a little bit to light a fire under some guys, but... Well, the other thing is, I think Carlson. I think any team in this situation would go ask their no trade guys. Hey, I give would. me your list, just in case. If Matthews had a no trade, I'm not asking him. You know how that looks on the guy. Yeah. And for it to get out, like if if you're gonna do that, just to say, hey, I'm doing this, like I do it annually. Yeah. Then fine, but don't let it get out then. Yeah. But if you because do you it annually, guy, it doesn't you, matter. But they, but they don't. I know. I'm saying because if we, it they did be it as annually, big a deal it, if it, it wouldn't annually. have mattered. That's what I'm saying. Right? If they did it annually, it wouldn't have mattered. And, you know, I like they were talking about on TSN this morning, unless they got Crosby, McDavid, or Matthews, Ottawa's, not, like fans aren't going to accept it, right? No. It's not going to happen, right? You're going to get prospects, and you're going to get, like, you know, if you're the Leafs, you get, I'm just throwing it out here. This is not, I'm not proposing this at all. You get, like, Nylander, Kaepernick, like, and I'm just saying, you get, like, one star-ish player or Marner and prospects. You're not going to get, like, Patrick Kane, you know what I mean? It's not gonna. You're not no. doing a star for star no. swap. You're doing a future swap. Of course, because right? if you're if you're trading Carlson at this point, you're looking to the future. You're literally trading for like Marner and Nylander and like three years of first round picks. It's something that you'd probably have to do because yeah. you're trading for arguably the best defenseman in the NHL. What teams could actually give something? I to don't know. It's kind of hard to propose that because you're gonna have to sign him to a new deal, right? Yeah. So that's got to factor into that because you're gonna be paying him a crap ton of money. Yeah. Right, so it would have to be someone like you know the flyer. I'm trying to think the flyers. It would have to be like you know. I don't have any. I'm just floating it. No, I know. I had it be like Patrick Gostas Bear, um, like Simmons and like two, three years of first round picks. Like it has yeah. to be something 
or St. Louis. It would have to be, you know, probably Braden Shen and or or like Jaden Schwartz, a pros two top prospects and like two first round picks. Yeah. Right? That's what about where you'd have to go? What about Arizona? They have they have a no. plethora no, of no, no, prospects. No, no. That's they what don't I'm have saying. Anyone that's ready unless you're taking a step on. You need someone to come into the lineup that can at least be a face OEL? for the franchise. Maybe, but I don't because understand. Because they, they, keep, swap, they keep trying to get rid of them. that swap really doesn't make any sense. But they keep trying to get rid of them, yeah. apparently. Well, so they, I don't think they try and get rid of them. I think people see that they're a crap team, and they're like, oh, of course he wants out. And he's like, well. Yeah, but I'm saying. I it, want it, out, but I don't want one out. I'm just saying if you're looking for a team with lots of prospects, that would be the one. Yeah, but, but I don't I'm know if the prospects to... are any good. They have a few. Keller, that's it. I honestly don't like any of the other prospects on their team. Yeah. They have a few that I could like. I like. I'm they have a couple defense Domi prospects. doesn't count as a prospect. Chikrin counts. Go you know, but there's a lot of guys like I could care less for Anthony Duclair. I could care less for Brandon Perlini. I like Lawson Kraus, but he's got to really but figure out his game. Kraus, like he he has one dimension to right? his game. There's right a now. lot of those guys. That, yeah, they're decent prospects, but I don't like them. Not Ottawa won't like them enough to build yeah. a package around them, right? Like I'm trying to think, like if you were to go to Vancouver, it would be Besser. It'd have to start with Besser or Horvat. Yeah. So probably Besser, um, a defense prospect, and you know three years of first round picks. Right, so I don't know. It's a tough. They're they're in trouble. They've got fans. They don't even fill up the building. A they, small building to begin with. They also they also made an acquisition. The problem is they made an acquisition and it hasn't worked out. They didn't really give up much, but it hasn't worked out. It really hasn't. And but now it's worked they out for Nashville. Well, yeah, but on Ottawa's end now they're like, crap. What else can we do to try and fix this? Because the move we made hasn't done anything. Yeah, it made it worse. They they took a sh- they took a shot. And Duchesne yeah. had, was having a good year at that point. He doesn't fit Boucher's system. No, he not skates at all. around too much, and he's not, not structured. And I don't know if they thought they could change him, or that Boucher would kind of adjust it to fit. But it has not worked out at all. The no. styles has and it's meshed, unfortunate, and it's kind of predictable. Maybe they thought they had a plan for it, but it hasn't worked. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. I like Duchesne, as we mentioned before. It's nothing against Matt Duchesne. No, 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 no. Just I'm, just, I'm just saying it's just not working out. So uh, hopefully they get that figured out because I'd like more Canadian teams in the playoffs. Why not, not Ottawa. It's okay. Not Ottawa and Montreal can hang outside. It's fine. <laughs> okay, yeah, but Montreal is different. They always win. I don't want them in the playoffs. They don't win. Compared to, oh, I'm saying in the Ottawa last, always wins in the playoffs. No, I'm just saying compared to most Canadian teams, they've they've been making yeah, the playoffs more than the, the rest. Final. I'm not saying they win the playoffs; they never win the playoffs. They'll get to the conference final and choke. Ottawa is always a once they get to the cup, at the cut you can do whatever. I don't yeah. don't want to see Ottawa go away. Well, I think that's it for this week. I think that's all we talked wanted to talk about. So yeah, I'm go eat some dinner. I'm hungry. Yeah, it's not for dinner. I got some food. So uh, thank you for joining me again, man. I'm glad to have you back. Yeah, really, it's am. good to be back. Good to be back. And I guess that'll do it for us here uh, for Justin Rapier. My name is Nick McVicker, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Yes,